0: Words of God in the third chapter of Luke, 15th verse, read down through verse number 18. In the New Living Translation, it reads this way Everyone was expecting the Messiah to come soon. They were eager, eager to know whether John might be the messiah john answered their questions by saying i baptize you with water but someone is coming soon who is greater than i am so much greater that i'm not even worthy to be his slave and untie the straps of his sandals he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat with his winnowing fork. Then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never ending fire. John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. I'm coming back to that 17th verse. Luke chapter three. He is ready to separate the chaff From the wheat with his winnowing fork, then he will clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn, but burning the chaff with never-ending fire. I want to talk this morning from the subject poised for productivity. Poised for productivity. Certainly, we share with this audience at First Baptist Holland Park and and all the other feeds we share. Poised for productivity. One could look at the birth of Christ. Merry Christmas. Poised for productivity. Somebody could look at the start of Jesus. Person, he was not born at down at the Omni. He was not at some resort. But he was simply in a manger. Still poised for productivity. I wrestled with title because I could have said we are positioned for. Uh, he said I use that word a lot. Poised is, is a sense of readiness. It's a sense of availability. When God Said, I'm sending my only son who was there in the beginning because in John chapter 1 it talks about let us, Genesis, let us. In the beginning was the word, those realities of how both old and new are drawn together, poised. For productivity ready to produce not just to hang around the water cooler spilling coffee on your way back to your desk you report for work or when you did report you reported at a certain time but when did work really get started we had that conversation during my days of working with IBM Corporation, and one time they said, we don't want to know what time you arrive. When does work begin? Because typically, you arrive, you have to go through the pleasantries. What did you do this weekend? Where did you go? All of those kinds of things. And so at that, those moments, you're not necessarily ready or poised to work. You've got to sort of warm up, getting ready to work. The, uh, the dream team, the redeem team, there is a show on uh, Netflix, and it talks about after the United States basketball team had not been successful for a gold medal. And they wanted to redeem. Of course, the dream team that was a consisting consisting of Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, and Michael Jordan and others. But the redeem team came. And once the redeem team came, they were getting ready and matter of fact, after they had gotten there, they had going out and enjoying the nightlife. Of course, enjoying themselves. And coming back to the hotel, they realized one person had not gone with them. And they were arriving back at the hotel, 4 o'clock in the morning, and they met Kobe Bryant who was already in a full sweat and getting ready to shift to part two of his morning workout. They were just getting in from nightlife. Before the weekend ended, many others of them joined Kobe Bryant with his early morning routine. They had been called upon to be successful and Kobe had decided whether they are ready or not, I will be poised for productivity. That's what happens when you look at that baby in Bethlehem who had an idea and you know that there was something going on because they did not want his birth. And even after his birth, they were trying to get his death much quicker than Calvary. We for need to find the firstborn male. Need to find them, locate them. And if we find them and locate them, we can take their lives course, that's the backdrop, but before I, I can talk about Jesus, I can make the reference to his cousin, John, John the Baptist. They were, they were expecting the Messiah to come soon. They were eager to know. They thought that perhaps John was, in fact, that Messiah. I talked last week about how we would go about fulfilling our assignments. Every one of us, God gifts us in different ways. And every one of us, if you have been placed here on these grounds, you have, God is trying to get you to be poised for productivity. I want to do something. Not just wearing a badge or sitting in a seat. But I want to be productive. John the Baptist, that is the backdrop. And the first point that I need to make in this worship service is that God desires that your life would glorify him. It wasn't about Jesus. It was about the kingdom. That's why the shepherds could see the star and have to follow that star. Poised for productivity. Something is going on. Something unique is taking place. Poised for productivity. In a few moments, the World Cup finalists, and they say that millions were, will be watching to see if Argentina or France would be successful in the World Cup. There are some who are watching me this morning. They already told me, I'll be watching you, Reverend, at early, because I'm going to the World Cup after that. So that one was for y'all. You've got to understand the reality that God is trying to get you to be productive. He wants us to, as a church to be productive that's why I, I have to report to you of all of the things that all of the volunteers Rob and every volunteer and our angel tree team is sitting here today. We, we, I thank God for being able to try to be an to impact the world. And where we are, we're poised for productivity. We're not come here just to exist. You've come here and God has you here to make a difference. When you show up at the doctor's office, when you show up in the senior center, when you show up wherever you are, you never know how your life, can impact the lives of others. And you've got to know this, that there are folk watching you. They want to know what you're doing. Some of them are trying to watch and see if you're going to slip up. Come on, somebody. That you're going to make a mistake. You're doing all that Bible talking, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I want to know how serious you are. How much do you really love God? You love him only when things go well? Or can you love him through the challenges? I can praise God at all times. And a matter of fact, some of you got a stronger praise because of what you've come through. what you're going through, what's going on around you. You are poised for productivity and being productive. Praise is productive. I thank God for praise. I, it, praise can energize. Praise can fire you up. I, I thank God. I get up in the morning. I don't have to come to a sleepy church. But I come to a place where people don't mind giving God the glory. We want to be productive. Productive not just in 2023, but I want to be productive even as I draw in to the end of 22. I want to be productive. The scripture says he is ready to separate the chaff from the wheat. The chaff is is essentially the outer shell. I, I, need to, I need to strip the outer shell because the outer shell is meaningless. woo somebody ought to get this. We spend more time worrying about the outer shell. I, I can't tell you how many families I look at and they're more concerned about the outer shell. And, and what this scripture says to us, Reverend Davis, it, it says to us that the outer shell, I'm not concerned about that. I'm not concerned about you and your church outfit. I know you're looking good. You should have seen Santa Claus here yesterday. Santa, Santa Claus. I saw we had the cleanest Santa Claus I ever seen in my life. I said, well, our, our Santa Claus came in here yesterday and he had Alligator boots. Come on, somebody. I said, You've never seen Santa like this. I mean, I said, I told Santa, I said, Santa, you're looking good and smelling good. But I want you to know it's that outer shell that sometimes we get wrapped up in. Now, something ought to be happening on the inside. Then all of work its way to the outside. And 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 because I, I, I'm ready to be productive. I'm ready. I'm poised. I'm poised for it. But it says here, he said he's he's ready to separate. Separate. And 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 then and then and I, I'm gonna take that which is worthless and I'm gonna burn it. Worthless. I, I don't want to be in the worthless category. I, I want to be, be on that other side. I, I want to be, it says, it, says the, the, it says, we'll clean up the threshing area, gathering the wheat into his barn. In other words, I, I'm gathering wheat into the kingdom of God, but I'm not gathering you so that you can be a museum piece. where you can walk in with your church walk. I want you to be productive. How many people have you won for Christ? How many people have you shared Jesus with? How many people have you witnessed to and told them about new life in Christ and how your life has been changed? And that song, Nate, Oh, what a wonderful change has come over me. You're poised to be productive. You're poised to make a difference. You're poised to stand tall. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. You're poised to do that. I'm thanking God. I'm thanking God that folk in this room, you've, got, you've had diagnosis. The doctors told you one thing, but you got another doctor you're having a conversation with. Oh, come on, somebody. Dr. Jesus is still on the throne. And we got some survivors in this room who can talk about how, how medical people have counted you out, but God. And you're here. Poise to be productive. I'm not. I'm not a wimp. I'm a winner. I'm not a chump. I'm a champion. Come on, somebody. I'm not going to come here trying, trying being being wishy-washy. You got to come and stand flat-footed and be strong in your faith. Poise for productivity. And whatever you're doing, I wanna, I wanna be productive. I said, I, I said last week, represent your last name. Come on, somebody. He said, well, my, my folk, my my, my relatives. Had, matter of fact, you can be the one who could turn your family around. The Bible says a little child shall lead them. Do you know how many children have led adults to be a part of our church? Testimony of the Reverend Earl Gray is a strong one. And he talked about how his daughter, Kelly, led him to Jesus. He was just a drop-off man. Come on, somebody. There's a whole lot of brothers. That's all we were, were the drop-off men. Dropped off your wife, dropped off your family. And matter of fact, there's some now, they're still drop-off folk. And you got a witness to them. You've been poised to be productive. Don't 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 fear. Don't 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 be concerned. Because when if God be with you, He's more than the world against you. No matter what the numbers look like. Matter of fact, Minnesota Vikings last night, Deacon Smith. They made the biggest comeback in NFL history. I didn't watch any football yesterday. I didn't watch, I didn't watch any pro football. I said, it's just too much on. It's just too much, too much. I can't watch everything. I, ha- I wanted to see what DM was going to do his last game at Jackson State. But, 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 but I will not going to get wrapped up in all that. But what I'm saying to you is that no matter how challenging it looks, come on, somebody. God is able. Oh, somebody feel like shouting when you just think about God is able. He's able to put clapping in my hands and running in my feet. He's able. He fires me up, and I'm poised to be productive. I don't want to be that never-ending fire. I tell families this. The other thing I tell them, I tell them all this. Gary, when they come in, I say, Everybody going to live eternally. The question is where? And, and, and if you're in that never-ending fire, you can't call down to the front desk. Come on, somebody. See some, see, some folks some folk, they travel, and they, you know one of the new waves of traveling is an Airbnb. You go, you go into somebody else's house drive somebody else's car and but i i'm i'm more of a hotel man Amen. Amen. when something's not right i like being able to call down to the front desk come on somebody i need a blanket up here i i, I my my my, my uh, uh ventilation is not right uh, the water is not flowing. I, I I need I need I I need to call. I need I need to see somebody. <laughs> some of y'all, I'm not I'm not knocking y'all. You I mean, do do what you want to do, but I, I I like being able to call down down to the desk. Get somebody up here, and then if they don't satisfy you, they can move you to another room. I enjoy that. I mean, if you're going to travel, somebody else can make up my bed. Come on, somebody. If you don't want to use the towel again, leave it on the floor. And then you come back and it's all folded, nice, white, fluffy, everything. We're ready to go. I'm poised for productivity. The second thing that I need for you to know, be willing to hold out for your blessings. See, see, see. Some of us, Charles, we in too much of a rush. Sometimes I got to wait on God. We we, we don't like that. We don't like that word. We, we, don't, we don't like wait. We don't like wait. You know. When I, when I came when I came to Maryland some twenty two years ago. And after being in New York, I mean, I mean you know, New York, everything was fast. Everything's fast. Then they're not trying to, you know, get into a whole lot of conversation. You know, we're not, not here to talk. We're here for the, you to serve the food. We gonna, we're ready to roll. And I'm standing in line waiting on folk. And they just, they said, next. And everybody's all slow. I'll go next. See so you eight persons deep. I mean, I mean the rest of y'all moving so slow. I mean, I let me go ahead and get my order and be out of here. But we've got to be willing to wait. I'm waiting on God. There's some folk in this room with me. You waiting on God too. You waiting on God to deal with an issue. You called it out in the prayer time earlier. And sometimes you got to wait on your blessings. you got to wait on it. You know, I have a different appreciation for this sanctuary which we're worshiping in. After going through the process, Justin White, we're going through all the plans. Justin, I remember, I remember you just had a birthday too, but I remember... Well, we've gotten to one end of a phase and Justin White had thrown up his hand. He said, my job has ended. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, but the thing that we got to understand, I have an appreciation for the fact that we had to work through it and come in. Seeing God's hand, knowing it was nothing but a miracle, Randy, you remember, we were, we, were, we, were having a, we were contemplating whether to put into this building two elevators or not. We're going to save some money. We're going we're to put an empty shaft and then we're going to put another operating elevator. That wouldn't be working too good right now. Because one elevator went down. Come on, somebody. And And although I'm waiting, I'm still stepping out on faith. And that's what God has done right here is that God has blessed us with because we took faith steps. It didn't didn't add up, but we took a faith step. And God can meet you Oh, thank you Jesus. He can meet you when you have the willingness to say, "Lord, I'm putting it in your hands." Who am I talking to? I'm putting it in your hands, God, because you can you you can operate on a level I can't. You 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 and so and so John 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 said I'm not going to get mixed up. I'm not going to get mixed up. I, I know y'all think I'm the Messiah because you haven't heard anything like this in 400 years. It's been 400 years since you heard somebody speaking like this, but I'm not the one. There's one coming after me. I, 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 I'm, I'm baptizing you with water, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am. Man, thank like you so much greater than I am, I'm not even worthy to be his slave. I'm not even worthy to untie the straps of his sandals. And when he comes, he's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Holy Spirit, but about to tongues of fire. I'm going to baptize you with some fire. I like church with some with some fire. I like worship with some fire. Don't be wrapped up and in in just I'm Baptist, I'm, I'm I'm Methodist, I'm Lutheran. You ought to let go and let God. That's why that's why I come in here today, and we got folk from all kind of background, apostolic, church of God in Christ. A Pentecostal storefront, all of that. And we don't mind praising God. Yeah. Poise for productivity. John was being productive, but even with that being said, he still saw greater was up ahead. There's one coming after me. He's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. I'm filled, I'm filled with the Spirit. But the Bible says Holy Spirit and with fire. Let me see anybody get connected to fire quietly. You grab a hot pot. Come on, somebody. Without, without any warmers on your hand. I, 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 wanna, I, wanna, I wanna see somebody catch fire. If you catch fire, you you not you not gonna, oh! you're not concerned about who's around you. Fire now some of y'all remember my dad. My dad was on fire. He, he was on fire. He, he, he was on fire. He was on fire. He'd yell out all the time. I remember we went to a banquet one time and uh, somebody s- spilled some water on him and he and it was a it was a New York banquet. So a bunch of New Yorkers. You know, New Yorkers are a little edgy. And so s- spilled, they spilled water on him and he said, Oh, lady behind oh! She threw up her hand. <laughs> they act like there was a the gunman in the room or something for productivity. This, this, this is such a dynamic word that John is humble. He's humble. He's, he does not have to be out front. He says somebody else is coming. And that's my third point. The word of God can ignite the believer to do powerful kingdom works. I have I have, a, I have a fireplace, gas fireplace in our home, and uh, it was not working. So I had I had to call somebody at the end come in. I said, I, "I need you to get this thing moving." They came in and started looking at it, and uh, they said, "You know, it's nothing wrong with your fireplace. It's nothing wrong with it." He says, "He says your problem is you don't have." The right batteries. I need to. I need to give you the. Ba- he said, Does it doesn't have a remote. I said, Yeah. I said it has a remote. It's never worked. And, and I. He said. Had? And so the next question he asked, Have you ever changed the battery? I said, No. I, when I came in, I, it didn't work. When I came in, did you check the battery? This thing don't. No. Let's change the battery. And if, if you get the battery in, then the battery can ignite. I'm thinking God that the Word of God can be a battery. I wish I had a witness here. And, 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 and once I get the battery, oh God, then I'm gonna realize that God can take me further than I could ever go on my own. I'm poised. To be productive. I need, I, need, I, need, I, need, I need the battery. He said, he said, nothing wrong with your fireplace. Your fireplace. And you know, Rachel, I've been going down every day with my remote. And, and I, I just turn it on, it, even if I watch it for just a couple of minutes. Because I, I, had, I had brought into the room, I, I had brought in a space heater. You know, that don't make any sense. I brought a space heater in the room. And here I had a big fireplace that did not have the right ignite. I, I want to thank God that God has given you what you need. Hallelujah. But he needs to ignite you. Some of us have been sitting down on our blessings way too long. But God is ready to do something dynamic, something powerful. John 18 says, John used many such warnings as he announced the good news to the people. I hear the good news. And the good news ignites me that's why i'm ready for christmas week come on somebody i'm ready for the new year i've been ignited i woke up this morning with my mind stayed on jesus i'm through highland park may the lord bless you real good but when i think of the goodness of jesus and all he's done for me, my soul, my, I'm going to go Luther, my, 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 when I think of his goodness, when I think of his grace, when I think of his power, won't he do it? He's a way maker. Thank you, God. He'll give me peace, beyond understanding, can nobody do me like the Lord. I'm poised for productivity, hallelujah. Ain't it all, all right, KK, I'm poised. I'm trying to quit. I'm trying to shut it down. But when you look back over 2022, when you look back over every mountain, every valley, every dark space, God had you here to be productive. I love him. I, 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 I love him. I'm poised for productivity. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, clap your hands, everybody. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park and Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301 773 6655. Or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. (laughs)